Please leave me a rating and a review. Yeah, I got to be careful what I say now because this is being recorded on the radio and I have a very spiteful family. <laughs> Wait, we'll do a sound check while you're telling me this crazy John F. Kennedy thing. When Kennedy was assassinated, I was in my mom's womb. And she was devastated by his assassination. That's why I feel this connection to this man, because my mom felt this connection to this man while I was in her womb. Are you kidding me? No. Jamez doesn't kid around. Old school. He's a fan of comics. Old school. He's a DJ. Old school. He was in the Air Force. Old school. His dad was an alcoholic. Older school. His life is way too big for this teeny interview, but at the end, when he tells us, be kind, it's not that hard, listen, because it's a plea that comes from love. Old school. Welcome to Your Eulogy, the podcast where we talk to someone about their life so we can talk about their death. Many months ago, I interviewed my friend Jamez, and it was my third or fourth interview. And oh, wow. Yeah, I, I ruined it. I, um, I, I, I didn't get the audio, so we're, we're back at it. Here are the highlights from the last one. We talked about <laughs> comics. We talked about your dad. We talked about the limited amount of funerals you've gone to. Um, oh, th- those are the things we're going to talk about this time. Okay. Let's start it off with um, on a happy topic. In, in relation to comics, in, or in regards to comics, you said that you generally are into ones that have teams, like the X-Men. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, what comics have teams in them? Justice League, the Avengers, the Defenders, which comes and goes. They're not around a lot. X-Men, Legion of Superheroes, um, Justice Society. Wow. It, it kind of sounds like you're making them up now. <laughs> <laughs> Just combining words like uh, Justice Nature. The, uh, Hilarity. What do you like about comic books? The escapism. The fantasy. Mm. And I really love it when a character who... Um, I'm thinking about Phoenix. Um, I was going to see a character who is uh, generally undervalued. Um, Jean Grey in the X-Men was always considered the weakest. Isn't that crazy? Because <laughs> she was the woman and it was the 60s. And but she's literally the most powerful. <laughs> yeah, in like the universe. Like, <laughs> um I love that that kind of thing when that shows up. <laughs> so up. true. Cyclops can shoot a laser, you know, if he's got his thing on. Jean Grey can like control, you know, minds and objects. Yeah. I'm gonna nerd out now. We're gonna nerd out. Um, 
Yeah, that whole storyline, um, the Dark Phoenix saga, was remains just one of the best. John Byrne is one of my favorite writers. And the other favorite writer. But anyway, um, Jim Shooter was the editor of Marvel at the time that whole Dark Phoenix storyline came out. Jim Shooter loved Thor. Claremont and Byrne wrote the story <laughs> about Jean Grey becoming Phoenix and the most powerful superhero ever. Da, da. And Jim Shooter was like, okay, we've got it. No. There cannot be a character more powerful than Thor. <laughs> And that's why Phoenix ended up dying. Um, let's talk about your dad. Um, yeah, my dad. Hardships. Um, <laughs> uh, drunk. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, my dad was drunk all the time. Do you, um, because when I, th when I think of it because my dad wasn't like that or is not like that, my dad was very consistent. Um, is, is there something psychologically my dad, strange? My dad was consistent. <laughs> <laughs> very consistent. It sounds like a bad consistent, though. <laughs> consistent is just a word. He was consistently drunk. What was it like as a teen? Um, it sucked. Um, it was embarrassing. It was frustrating. Infuriating. It was disgusting. Mm. What did you want him to be? <laughs> Sober. <laughs> I wanted him to be able to stand up. Like literally, or like he would like. Um, oh, oh, literally, as in physically move the legs and stand up. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, at times both, <laughs> but yeah, the latter. Um, but yeah, there were times when he was like so drunk he couldn't stand. <laughs> like, dude, stand up! Oh my god, you were so embarrassing. Um, yeah, but he also didn't stand up for himself. So were you in the the military at some point? I was in the military at some point. How long? Four years. Four years in the Air Force. Great. Why did you do that? I needed a way out of what I thought my life was leading to. What was your life leading to? Um, my life was, I was born in poverty and I was not seeing any way out of poverty. Um so you were you were in the the Air Force for four years. I'm assuming um, you don't have any incredible story about. Turns out you actually were a jet pilot and you parachuted. <laughs> or do you have any nuggets from those years? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. All sorts of nuggets. <laughs> Give me one. <laughs> Give me a nugget. <laughs> a nugget. Um, we had to do uh, disaster drills periodically. In this particular case, it was uh, the base had been invaded was the drill. They assigned roles to various airmen who weren't directly in, like, I was a flight simulator technician, so it did not require, my job was not needed during wartime. And then they would assign a role to people like me. Um, 
civilian, dead guy, blah, 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 whatever. Um, they assigned me... Um, Wait, what drill was it? Did you know yet? Yeah, it was the base had been invaded. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I blew up space out. And so my, I was assigned... Um, I, I was a psycho. I was psychotic. I was assigned to a hospital wing. Um, I was supposed to be taken care of by these nurses and blah, blah, da, da, da. Um, and I bit into my role <laughs> like you would not. I just like, I did not follow rules. I didn't do, <laughs> no, you don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. I was, I was like, so good that I was actually getting on the nerves. And so they put me in the ice. They actually put me in isolation. I was in this room by myself guard at my door and I continued even in this room by myself to stay in character and I was like I gotta get I gotta get out of here and I figured out a way I, I found a window that I could like um, shimmy open and crawl through and I, I <laughs> and I did the whole like running through the base like trying to avoid being seen da, da, <laughs> until I made it back to my dorm room and I went to sleep like put on some music and just went to sleep I'm sure a lot of people got in trouble for that because they let the psycho escape. but Or maybe they wanted the psycho to escape. Who knows? I am a Christian. Um, I am... I was raised in the Baptist church. Um... Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins and rose on the third day and uh, I am forgiven by the blood um, my Sunday school teacher Sister Reese whom I met when I was 10 was also my spiritual guide for the next 20 years um, until her death um, and as she taught me that Jesus Christ was my Lord and Savior and died on the cross for my sins, she also taught me the 12 signs of the Zodiac. Um, I'm a Sagittarius, the Capricorn rising and the Cancer moon. Um, I have read things and experienced things and spoken to people and plants and animals and um, learned that there are, it's a multiplicity of channels and options and ways of communicating. Do you see a connection between that and comic books and the escapism of believing in um, kind of hidden uh, connections between animals and consciousness and you know the zodiac being a mysterious i'd say power. yeah comic books being a manifestation of that very thing if not flat out evidence of it that's cool say more about that um so the people that are writing comic books are creating worlds um and there have been comic books written about this uh in which the comic book characters break the fourth wall and realize, oh wait, I'm a character in a story. Um, by that same token, we are shadows, as you say, of something else. 
Um, and it's infinite. And by being wise to that is, is kind of the breaking of our fourth wall? Yeah. It's, it's personally, I think it's the goal. Um, it's the, it's how we evolve. It's how we elevate. I mean, there, we, we really need to reach a higher vibration. And that's how we do that is by expanding and thinking beyond the mundane. Yeah. And what I'm hearing is we need to escape. We need to get out of this life. I feel that you have um, dealt with and experienced a lot of pain and that there's there's a medicinal effect no doubt of escaping I don't I don't I didn't see the contradiction <laughs> because we're certainly not going to stay here it's going to happen <laughs> like it's inevitable that this life ends yeah why, why do you think this life is so uh, limited and shitty <laughs> why do you think you had a, a hard life why do you think things happened like um oh shit that's that's my question for beyond like if i could answer that one it's probably time for me to leave <laughs> speaking of leaving if leaving is a metaphor for death Here's Jemez's eulogy. We did two eulogies. We did one kind of improv dumb thing where I'm an alien who talks to Jemez after he just died and ascended to the cosmic um, plane. And then he gave a short but beautiful little statement, words, instructions for us. I put them together. Wait, we'll, we'll do a fun eulogy. I'll pretend I'm an alien, um, and I'll ask you about uh, your life. Oh, shit. It's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about my death. Man, I don't want to be an alien anymore. Okay. I'll, I'll be the alien. I can, I can get into this. Well, you do what you want to do. I don't care. Be free. I'm going to be the alien. Then damn well, you better. <clears throat> yeah, and, and actually, this bit is coming back. Um, be nice to each other. How come all these humans keep... Keep doing the dying thing. <laughs> what is the other option? I don't know. You can do what we do. What do you do? It's just uh, eternal. Just be nice to each other. You just, instead of like eating and digesting and ruining things, you just behold and stand within the sphere of energy. Stop being dicks. What? what? You, what? How many colors do you have? <laughs> Oh my god, how many don't you have? We see, we have picked three. Oh, that's boring. Oh yeah? <laughs> or pussies, whatever you are. It's, that's negative. Stop being counterproductive. And why are you here? Well, Wait, why did you show up? <laughs> I died. Well, if I can go back then. Yeah, it's tempting, I gotta tell you, it's tempting, but then I remember the shit. Like, I don't know. Let me, let me rest a while. It wasn't that much shit. Uh, antagonistic. Intolerant. Don't get it twisted. There are there are definitely uh, joyful moments and places and um, even things to be proud of. Like, wow, I did that. <laughs> definitely. But there was a lot of shit, too. Be nice. Be kind. 
It's not that hard. Well, we we could, I don't know, we could do something about the colors, I suppose. Do you remember what they looked like? Yeah. All right, make them. Oh, that's right. I, I, I can do that. Behold the radiant energy, you know, that's yada yada. <laughs> Done. I mean, they're good. <laughs> well, wh- why don't you go back to your gray, blue, purple world? <laughs> and right. I'll, I'll just wait for someone who can appreciate these colors to show up. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure that was better than a um, traditional eulogy. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but I got bits of you. Be nice to each other. Just be nice to each other. Stop being dicks or pussies, whatever you are. It's, that's negative. Stop being counterproductive and uh, antagonistic and intolerant. Be nice. Be kind. It's not that hard. I think that's it. Doki. Well, thank you so much for um, doing another interview with me. You're welcome. Thanks for interviewing me again. Great. Okay. This has been your eulogy. My name is Matthew Schneeman. I produced and did the music and edited this episode. If you have any questions, you can email me at your eulogy mail at gmail.com. That's all I've got.